Hey, hey we're consumed by fire, and you're listening to Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Consumed by Fire. Consumed by Fire's latest single, "Man That Made Me," is out everywhere today. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Well, fellas, next week we will be in Nashville, Tennessee for the K-Love Fan Awards 10th Annual. And um, Jesse, won't you tell our listeners what they can do to help us out? Yeah, uh, reach out to us. Go to our website, christianmusicguys.com. Go to the Contact Us page. Uh, let us know who your favorite artist is and what question you would like us to ask them on your behalf. Let us know where you're from. We'd love to be able to ask them on uh, your behalf and feature you in our episode uh, where we cover the, the Caleb Awards. Several people have reached out. I think last uh, or either last episode or a couple episodes ago, uh, we talked about all the people that have reached out. Keep sending those in because we are leaving soon uh, to go there uh, at the end of May. So go ahead, let us know. Uh, write us. You can also go to Apple Podcast and leave a comment and a five-star review while you're at it. That uh, helps us out. But also you can leave a comment there letting us know who your favorite artist is and a question uh, you'd like us to ask them. We want to go armed with as many fan questions as possible. We have several, uh, but there's still time to get your question in. So go to the website, leave a review on Apple Podcast, let us know, and we will get that question asked for you. So we have uh, Consumed by Fire, Caleb, Josh, and Jordan. Thank you guys so much for taking the time and joining the Christian Music Guys today. Absolutely. Oh, Thank you all for having, having us. It's it's fun. Brothers interviewing brothers. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Keeping it in the fandom, man. I love it. That's right. So uh, we do some Instagram stalking from time to time, and uh, we were on your all's Instagram and noticed that you guys love Cracker Barrel and you like that that, oh, that hey. peg game, you know? And so every time my family and I go to Cracker Barrel, we always play the game. And I have two kids and uh, a wife, and we're always – making a competition who can leave the let the, the least pegs and i'm always four oh, yeah. or more so i'm always at ignoramus and so we want <laughs> we want to know how many pegs you guys always leave man that, <laughs> that game will leave you with the highest of highs and the lowest of lows like, you know what? i'm so upset i don't even want to eat i'm gonna take my cornbread and go to the car i had the game hacked at one time like whenever yeah. we uh before we had to come off the road for a while, as uh, almost everybody did during the pandemic, but we did probably yeah. uh, end of uh, 2017, 18, was it? And uh, you felt like you I had felt the like hacked? I had it hacked because we would go to Cracker Barrel a lot on the road. And I could, I like had the moves memorized and I thought I would never lose it. What happened? Like it was like riding a bike. No, you lose it. I can't, unless I would, I could probably Google it, but that's cheating. And now I've forgotten. <laughs> so you don't, yeah. you don't have the thing hacked. Gosh. If I leave more than two, I'm pretty I'm pretty upset with Thanks myself. for wasting all of our time. So <laughs> what leave one and you're a genius, which is like, wow, what a total gassing you up kind of thing. Oh yeah. Two is like, what do they say? You're pretty smart. Yeah. Three, mm-hmm. you're just plain dumb. And four, four more and you're just plain ignorant. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Generations yeah. of 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 people have been validated. With their with their uh, IQ from Cracker that's Barrel, right. that's, that's Cracker Barrel, and I will I will say you know <laughs> without getting political, 
at least that's one thing that did not get canceled is that game. <laughs> because, well, I mean, yeah. how, you can't cancel tea pegs in a board. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on the wood. There. They should do an app. I, guys, I'm going to put that game on an app. There you I'm go. make some money. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. make a nap. <laughs> You're gonna get sued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You will get sued. Yeah. That's awesome. Cracker Barrel will be coming for you. <laughs> you gotta call it like the uh, instead of the Cracker Barrel peg game, you gotta call it like the uh, like the saltine pantry <laughs> keyboard or go. something. <laughs> Keyboard, just close enough. Just close enough. He's in the board, and you skip him. That's right. That's right. I use use toothpicks. I don't use a a little golf tees. I use toothpicks. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, something that you guys do on your Instagram too that we we really enjoy is your all's videos uh, that you do around your piano and. uh, one of the covers that you did a while back was a song that we used to sing in our church growing up, uh, falling in love with Jesus and love. We yeah, love that song. song. And um, I yeah. didn't know if a lot of people knew that song, but you guys did. And so we really, en- we really enjoyed those videos and they're really, they're well, they're well made, you know? So. Well, thank you. To no credit of our own. We got a really awesome team over yeah. at red street. Yeah. And- they hook us up with some incredible talented people and man, it, it's, it's cool when we, when we get around, um, you know, we're always playing music with the family and that's kind of this, how it's, we grew up. But then when it comes to church, I mean, you know, being pastors, kids and growing up in ministry, leading worship was a big part of really how we started out musically, I guess you could say, especially in a ministry capacity. And so, Stringing together tons of worship songs like those little pieces on Instagram and TikTok are truly just um, little clips from probably just back to back to back to back mashup yeah. of worship. Songs. I think even that video he's talking about, it was pretty spontaneous yeah, that day was, yeah. in the studio because we were shooting mm-hmm. a lot of acapella piano, just kind of yep. jamming. Yeah. yeah, we'll just pick a key yeah. and we'll flow and a bunch of songs just that we like to going. sing in that key and some songs G we for Jesus. Say so man, right. come on. God's favorite chord. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Did he just yeah. say Jesus? That's his favorite chord. I love that. God's favorite chord, Jesus. That's awesome. Um hey, so uh speaking of that, I mean you guys, so you mentioned growing up in church, pastors, kids. Were you always musical? I mean, I'm assuming you were probably involved in music in church. How how'd that translate from being in church to now you guys are professional musicians. How'd you guys make that leap? Well, we made the leap and professional still something. Canyon. We still have to cross <laughs> yeah. to get the professional now. Uh, Listen, think, uh, if you're, if you're yeah. working with my, with our friend Jay, I'm going to consider you professional because some of the guys he hangs out with, he, Man, I think you're he and his buddies are professional. Now they are absolutely. <laughs> it's, world it's class. Most, Nashville is the most intimidating place as a musician you could ever yeah. go. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, we kind of seamlessly made that transition, honestly, because I mean, Jordan and I got roped into it when we were twelve and eight, and then Caleb, about the time he was a preteen, he started wanting to write songs and sing, and it's just. It it was a slow progression until one day Caleb and Jordan decided they wanted to be homeschooled. Yeah. To go play music mm-hmm. and, your and be in a band, and they felt like it was serious. Yeah, a lot of well, we there. you know we wanted to tour, 
And that's what we, so bless yeah. mom and dad's hearts really. Cause we put, <laughs> yeah. the, we put them into a corner. We said, Hey, we want to, we want to minister on our own. Now we want to have our own yeah. ministry. And that's how we approached them. So, Hey, can yeah. will you homeschool us so that we can tour? Mm. And they, yeah. they're like, well, let's pray about this. And, and they, they were so good it. to us, man. Yeah. They were so patient that yeah. talked about like transitioning and kind of finding our feet into music and, Church is just was such a wonderful outlet for that, you know. So oh, dad was so amazing. He would slowly kind of get us involved and stuff. And I think uh, that made a world of difference for us. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So are you, is, um, was it like a smaller church growing up or, or what kind of church? What's your church? Mom and dad pioneered churches all over the country. Yeah. I think. Okay. A dozen churches all over the United States, more than, I mean, I think. I mean, when you start talking about the, the the churches dad planted across the globe, we get into dozens and dozens of churches. Uh, okay, yeah, so churches all over the world. But yeah, we would be in one state for a little while. We grew up in South Georgia, a large port, a large part of our childhood, and then we moved to Mom's hometown in um, early two thousands, and we've been here ever since. But there's been two different churches, mostly um, in that time period, and so. Yeah, yeah it's pumps. it's cool. A lot yeah. of the churches carried the same name for a while too. So it's just that's a long story in and of itself. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're ministry. I just fans. wondered because um, yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> the small churches. Uh, just I was wondering, I guess about what was the style of music you guys grew up singing? What was church music like for you guys? Oh, Who were those man. influences early uh, yeah. on? Mostly all, all contemporary Lord. stuff for the time. That was yeah, always dad's time. dad's culture that he created yeah. in the churches, but. uh but we we grew up on everything from, I mean, we always saw I mean, the church side. Uh, I feel like we really started coming into our element about the time shout to the Lord got made. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Boy, yes. I tell you yeah. what. But, but uh, Hosanna, those little cassette, Hosanna, little cassette, Hosanna tapes. cassette I mean, I was a kid, but I still remember them. <laughs> All the I was thinking of Ron Canole the other day. <laughs> you probably there don't even know. There's a We're really not that yeah. old, but we're old souls. So. But sorry, see, there's so many songs, even after all these years. I'm like, I know all the lyrics to these. Who sings the song? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know half the stuff we sing sometimes. Yeah. That's oh, it. man. Like, who is, what does he sing? Ron, uh, man, I was thinking, I heard him sing. I was wondering, did I hear Ron Canole sing the, whose report will you believe? Yeah. Oh, is that him? We <laughs> shall believe the report yeah. He also tell me, whose report? Anyway, Put a little grunt in there. Put a little ground. He also sings. Put a little stank on it. He also sings that song. uh, He sings that song called "Ancient Days" too. Ancient of days. Oh, oh, ancient days. (laughs) So, Dad was like, like we were watching that. See, I'm learning stuff. That's the song. Right, that's, the song that's the song that you break out the shofar on. You know, that, yeah. that's the stuff. Oh, the shofar. <laughs> Hallelujah. Brother Jerry Webster. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> every church, every church has a shofar guy, right? That's, oh, that's yeah, the church. Man. We did a riders round with um, Leland the other Don't hurt day. yourself now. You know, catch your <laughs> And his 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 brothers, and that oh. stuff is so funny. I feel like we could have told stories for days about those those good old days. Yeah. You know that oh, yeah. that good nineties church yeah. you know oh yeah growing up with vegetables and bible man and salty oh, salty book, all that stuff yeah. yeah mcgee and me y'all remember mcgee, McGee and me yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was that was the thing man that was it God was in the house. we had family from oklahoma y'all y'all ever familiar with gospel bill 
Gospel. Oh, yeah. see, we lost. Ah, we lost, you lost me on one. You lost me <laughs> on one. Better use that Marshall Band. Yeah. Come that on. Is that, Oklahoma, is that a is that a Oklahoma only? Yeah, no, no, it, it was it, it was it was worldwide. They, they had a Faith Roots was their. Christian you better tell them. Right? She really supports <laughs> her. She really supports her. We'll get him on. That was. We'll get him on our podcast. Well produced Western. Yeah. Well produced Westerns. Love it. Willie George okay. Ministry. Yeah, they're here in the, Tulsa. They are a Tulsa based ministry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the most obscure one I know that when I ask people about, I'm like, do you remember? And most people say no, is there was a guy named Donut Man, the Donut Man. I feel like I have you heard really? that one. Yeah. He was like a farmer who then lived again, on a farm. And for, me, and for some <laughs> reason, <laughs> for some reason, the farmer had a talking donut. I don't know. Yeah, he was just a donut man, and he would talk about Jesus with a donut. I love it. That was it. Yeah, I feel it takes all kinds. I feel Jesus when uh, I eat Krispy Kreme. Just saying, you know. I mean, yeah, that's that's just, I, feel, I feel the Holy Spirit I, convicted. There is no conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no there used to be a thing called Gospel Duck, Lynn Mink, and yeah. I don't know if y'all grew up on any Gospel Duck, but TBN aired it every Saturday. It was on TV. It was on. We were TBN kids. That's how you too. know it's good. You yeah, know, so yeah, gospel like duck. I was into it. I was into Jan Crafter's big old hair every Saturday. <laughs> she ministered to me, but <laughs> she was a character <laughs> in it with the pink highlights. Oh, yeah. So beautiful. Yeah, yeah same man. <laughs> Did you really just I say? Feel like like a, I feel like the gospel the duck. I feel like no, the gospel okay. duck. Did he have something wow. to do with the rapping rabbit, Jacob? Is that the rapping rabbit? I think it was in the same thing. Is that the same cassette tape? I just That's can't a, wait to have yeah, patience because patience is a wonderful thing. I think they were, they were there was a connection there because I remember when I was a kid seeing both of them in the same conference or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. had the same. Oh, I lived in pro- a Christian. We were probably at the same conference. I lived in a Christian conference. <laughs> <laughs> you bring Bible Matt, and it's a forty dollar ticket. I'm telling you, <laughs> That's you right. Right. came and screwed up everything with the ten dollar at the Dover. I know, you. right? We used to be able to bankroll those. That things. was back. Whenever you paid for your art in this community, <laughs> that's right. Back in the day, back in the day. Um, well, guys, uh, we could probably talk about nineties uh, nineties uh, Christian stuff, and uh, I mean that's a that's our alley. We do we do that all the time. Uh, but I want to give you guys a chance to talk about some of your um, music that you guys have. And uh, we, we like to ask uh, our listeners that are fans of certain artists if they would like to ask a, you know, what song they want to know about. And so we have uh, Dave from Texas was wanting to know the story behind your all song, First Things First, and if you'd be willing to kind of share the heart behind that. Yeah, that was uh, – we were coming out of a time period of really just – not under not knowing where we where we were going to land as a band musically speaking like where are we going to continue to do this we were going through so many so many disappointments um at the time period just take you a little bit of the backstory what we were going through personally when that song was written um early 2019 our dad had a massive stroke which would then land us in the hospital with him for 15 months in the hospital after more complications would happen while we were there and um, and then COVID ended up happening in the middle of that as well. And so during that time period, we, we made the decision, come off the road um, completely. Let's just be here with the family. Let's be next to dad. 
And uh, we were already, I mean, it was safe to say we were already experiencing some disappointments and just weariness from the road, weariness from the journey, a lot of discouragement. And when we didn't know what we were going to do, um, professionally speaking, I use that term loosely, but you, you get what I mean. And, uh, and at that same time, as we were in the hospital, Jay DeMarcus was so sweet to give us a publishing deal over at Red Street as writers while we were trying to still be there for our dad and our family. And and I think, you know, fast forward to the writing session that day, we weren't even really thinking about Consumed by Fire. We were just, we were writing songs in that season, just a lot of songs, all kinds of songs. And that song came from a very honest place of, of, of our hearts at the deepest root of it of going, yeah. Lord, all of the disappointments, everything that we used to hold dear and, and maybe even still do, we want to, it can all be summed up like this. Dad used to say to his boys, success, a lot of people have different definitions for success, but believers definition should be being in the will of God. And that was, really heavy on our hearts, I think, during that time period. And First Things First was birthed out of that. It was our song of surrender. It was our love song. It was our first love type of uh, prayer to the Lord. It, it, yeah, it's as short as I can make that story, I think. But yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome. It, it's a great song. And um, thank you for that. And uh, uh, you, you, have a, yeah. you have another song coming out, which we got to hear preview, The Man That Made Me. And uh, beautiful song, yeah. tribute to your father. Uh, and so can you tell our listeners, uh, that'll be coming out uh, Father's Day, correct? Or around that time? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, a little bit before, I think, maybe. I think a little before. May 19th, it'll be coming. I don't know no, what I think Father's Day falls on, yeah. but May It's 19th. the Friday before Father's Day, so. Okay. That sounds yeah. right. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the, so Dad passed May 19th, 2022. And uh, this song's coming out on the one year anniversary of his passing. And so this was a, yeah, this is a song that's really a tribute to, to him as a man, but also shouts out his, his work in the ministry as well. It's, we tried to encompass as much as we can in three minutes or so. so. Yeah. 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 I mean, how do you write a song? Like, how do you, yeah. that's oh. gotta be, it was that, is that difficult? I mean, you sit down on a song. We, I mean, like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I mean, how do you how do you do that in three minutes? You know, yeah, we played it the first time uh, weeks ago live, and it was so hard not to get choked up. It's like, all right, we're gonna get through this. Yeah, but it's just you know, you finally get out there and you start playing it, and it's like, wow, uh, not stopping the whole way through, and yeah. the emotions that you know that kind of brings on mm. in and of itself yeah. was uh, was a challenge. But we put out a yeah. um, a song that Dad wrote on our last record called Crossroads, and it's the same kind of thing. Like we were playing two days after dad's homegoing service. We were, we were out ministering at, at certain dates. And the night before dad passed, we were playing somewhere in Tennessee and we were rushing home. And so anyways, we were in the middle of a lot of dates and we just said, well, instead of canceling, we kind of felt like how, you know, we, we, we about how when John, the John, the Baptist was beheaded, Jesus, how, how, deep the grief was for Jesus, you know? Mm. And, um, and then right after that period of grieving, he went and had the biggest recorded day of miracles in his ministry. And it's like, well, let's be inspired by this. Let's look at this and go, man, we're, we're really, it feels like a shock to our spirit. It feels like a wound, but let's go out and let's, uh, let's, 
let's do some kingdom work. Let's do something significant. And uh, that's what we were taught yeah. to do. That's what our dad taught us to do. Absolutely. Yeah. The biggest tribute to him is leading people to the Lord. Yeah. You know, yeah. Passing on a legacy and picking up the torch. So yeah, yeah. I have a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And, and then I know that, I know that like, I mean, obviously the, the, the ministry that happens, but singing, singing a song like you talked about getting choked up and it being hard to get through. I know it's yeah. going to be a blessing to other people that have gone through something similar, you know, like it's, uh, it's always those songs that like when we talk to people and like man this song was really difficult to sing or or you know it's really personal to me yeah it's all those are like the songs it's like man so many people get touched by those songs you know and yeah absolutely and, 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 it, and it helps them get through you know maybe some What what would a normal uh, what what does songwriting look like for you guys normally? Is that is that mm. as like do you guys have people you write with? Y'all three of you oh, yeah. sit down and just write together and it's is a that easy yeah. for you at this point? Or do you guys have is there competition? Like what's that like um, with the uh, three brothers? No, we love it, man. I, I think anymore the brother aspect, because there were definitely years where we weren't trying to kill ourselves, right? And being bros, but it's with you the, know, with, with being bros yeah, and going back know. and forth, it's like. But but thankfully, you know, as time goes on, you you see the beauty in doing it together. Yeah. You see the strength. It's like, all right, today I'm going through this, or I don't have the words, or you know, you look at the season of life we just did as a family and coming through it together. So, thankfully, we're we're completely on the other side of that mountain of just going. Oh, okay, you're going to carry me to the finish line. I need yeah. you. Um, but but for the writing, I think, you know. Jordan, he's such an amazing lyricist and, and Josh too. And I think, you know, being in other rooms with other people, uh, it, that's always a blessing as well. I, I think for us, we like to go into a room of, all right, what, what, what's the title we're doing today? What are we focusing on? Uh, what, what's in our hearts? Uh, and I, I, it's pretty amazing. Last year, Jordan had about, I don't know, probably anywhere from 50 to 100 titles that he had down in his notes and it is it's been remarkable to see how many of his time just spending with the lord sorry to mean to hit you there how many times over uh this last year we've used almost every one of those titles and gotten something out of it so i'm very thankful for for those times we we kind of separate and you know talk with the holy spirit and kind of have that personal time and then bring those into the to the rights you yeah, know that's yeah. always a that's definitely been fulfilling too is because i feel like a lot of songwriters had time during the pandemic lockdowns and things that there was just some amazing songs have came out of of these songwriters in the church and and all these places uh during this time and you know i i've always had more of a back roll seat in the writing process. But even since, you know, since we've done this work with Jay and Red Street Records and the writers that they brought into the room and have written with them, and then they would, you know, maybe I was I was here with the family or doing whatever. And some of the songs that they brought back here, First Things First being one of those songs, I've never been more impacted personally by the music that they've been writing mm. in this season than ever before. And I'm big brother and I'll, I'll give them the hardest time and I'll sing their praises the hardest too, you know? And yeah. it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's great to be part of something with your brothers. Sure. 
literally your brothers. Yeah. In this case. yeah, Jacob's the older brother yeah. as well, and he's he's similar to that. I mean, he's obviously <laughs> the older brother, as you can tell. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's similar. It's similar too. It's cool to be able to work with our siblings. Now, I, a question because I'm always yeah. curious about this with um, when we talk to artists about songwriting. Do you guys have like a song you've been working on for like? five, six years and you don't know if you'll ever finish it. Are you guys like that? Or do you tend yeah. to like finish it and then move on to the next? Or, or I, I or really hate, have something. I hate the, uh, anymore. I think the last several years, I just hate the idea of not finishing it within 48 hours. So that would drive you know me crazy mean? too. Like, yeah. 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 Cause typically if yeah, it well, doesn't do that, you lose the passion for it. And for us, you right. just start writing a new one anyway. Yeah. So right. it's like, well, right from scratch, I don't remember where we left off to be honest. So <laughs> <You Yeah. know? laughs> well, speak, yeah. speaking of uh, siblings, uh, what, so what's your all's, are y'all pretty close in age or. Yeah. Oh, Lord, where yeah. Are we at? You're going to make us tell ages. No, what was it? Three years older. Than Josh <laughs> yeah. So he's the, the, he's actually the baby. If you can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> so it's three years. That was weird. I'm not gonna it's lie. Three. I didn't <laughs> like it. Little baby. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. So it's 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 wait. It's three what are we years doing? Never grab my years. chin in the future. Yeah. Just for future it's, reference, you're yeah. never gonna grab my chin in the interview without repercussions. <laughs> 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 first things first. Uh, you see what I'm going? The little baby. <laughs> <laughs> so there's three years between y'all and, and then four years between me and you. Yeah, something. Like okay. That. Basically, I'm old as dirt, and he's a cute little baby. <laughs> Not touching me. <laughs> you need to make a threat. You got to threaten him. I love you. I love so you. we had a. Boy, we have a. That's when mom was going to love it. This is not touchy. It's not touchy. We have a. We got a few questions to ask you guys since you're siblings. This is actually our first interview with three other siblings like us, and so. Um, we've, we've interviewed a bunch of people, but never three siblings. Um, so who, who is the favorite? Who was the favorite growing up? (laughs) We don't, you know, it's funny. We've been answered this question. We've been asked this question before. And our answer is always, it was so funny. Anybody that would ever ask mom and dad, this question, mom and dad would almost get upset (laughs) for asking. That's the only way we can answer it is by letting you know our whole life. When that question was asked. It was met with tremendous smoke out the ears. Yeah. So <laughs> we talk about that. Yeah. Oh, we my sweet mother. That. Yeah. My sweet mother. So uh, just what's funny is one, <laughs> there was like one Christmas, like, I don't even know, five or six years ago where we were talking about like, oh, kids and, and having kids. And did you plan for that kid or was that kid a surprise? And, you know, and my mom chimed in and she made, she made a big mistake because she said, cause we're, we have five kids in our family. And so she said, uh, well, she said the only kid we actually ever planned on having was Jesse. All the other ones were surprises. <laughs> and so I said, so I was like, oh, so I'm the only one you wanted. Okay. So now, so now, so now that's the thing. It's like, I'm like, listen, you said it one time and she slipped because my, our parents were the same. They would never say like, but she let that slip one time and I was like, oh, I see how it is. I'm the only one. Yeah, you ever wanted. Our okay, little that, miracle baby. That's how Jesse. I'm going to see it. That's right. I love it. I love it. Wow. That's awesome. So, uh, who's the messiest one? Who's the messiest brother? Hmm. Josh. We shouldn't do this to each other. <laughs> you're you're the vision. Well, I, think, I told you we get divisive. I think messiest. Like on the tour bus, who are you constantly cleaning up? 
I'm not gonna lie, it is Josh. <laughs> I mean, it's, um, it really is Josh. Let's just answer the question. Yeah. This is I'm this sorry, is Josh. Good, this is good therapy, yeah. okay? <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be cool if my wife sees this later soon. Yeah. Uh, now, I feel like this is all gonna be used against me in perpetuity. Who who is the who is the cleanest brother? I mean, I think we're all pretty much we're even all pretty messy, honestly. We're not all messy. We're all pretty messy. You're not that bad, Josh. Josh Just because I pick up back. that, you know. Josh yeah. is bringing it back. The, the accumulation of all three of these? No, let it go. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> we are over the mountain. <laughs> What does that uh, even mean? What are you saying? We're on the other side of the mountain. Oh, oh okay. All right. What does yeah. that mean? What are you, what are you saying? saying? <laughs> it's like random statement inserted here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, still, yeah, never mind. It's Our deep. trees have lost its leaves. <laughs> it's like, well, that's deep and thought provoking. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> A little concerning. Uh, uh, so uh, was, <laughs> was there a sibling that got everything they wanted growing up? No. no. Yes, I did. <laughs> you feel like you did? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be real with you all right now. See, what they're doing is they're going to circle back to question oh, one here in a yeah. second and go, well, we can tell you who the favorite was. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I honestly, uh, I, I was telling, I was talking with our manager the How other day. How long is this going to take? Is this a quick story? It's, it is. 15 seconds. But my mama taught me whenever I was really, really little. If, if, if you really want little. it and it's the desires of your heart, and we can't get it for you right now, oh, then you need to take story. this up in prayer. And yeah, I, I literally, I, that during my childhood, I can never <laughs> take remember your time on this story. Wanted. This is a great story. Is take it worth time. it? It's worth it. It's, it's a good story. It's good. <laughs> Whenever I was eight and a half years old, the half is important <laughs> because it was the summer. Between my eighth and ninth birthday, the time of year uh, you're going to tell you the weather uh, that was going so on. I wanted the, the deal is I this: I wanted a shirt. You wanted it. You wanted. I wanted a goat. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. I wanted a goat so bad, and we had this pond with an island in the middle of it, and I wanted a goat uh, on my island. And uh, so, yeah, that's Mama eight, that's was eight like, and a half year old. Mom and dad were like, just no, not even a question, not even a discussion. Just no. And my mama told me that if I seek the Lord and this desire my heart to just pray and ask him for it. And and if it's in his will, it'll be done for me. So I'm just praying my heart out every day. And I'm watching Saturday morning cartoons. And all of a sudden, my mom screams. And all of a sudden, on the deck that they had built on this house, there's this goat slamming into the door, headbutting into the door. And my mom is in a panic and calls one of the, the elders at our church to come over. And he hymns this goat in under the porch. And he says, Miss Vonda, now what do you want me to do with this goat? And she goes, I don't know. Josh says he's been praying for it. And he says, God didn't send him a goat. <laughs> I kid you not. We loaded it up on a raft and put it on my island. There but but we had a problem. Won't he do I it? didn't pray for no full-grown goat. I I asked the Lord Mama for two baby goats. Okay. And I wanted baby goats. <laughs> Went back out to the island a couple weeks later, and that goat was pregnant and had two baby oh, goats yeah, on my sure island, did. and I had a goat family <laughs> on my island. That's what I call that's it. Won't he do it? Won't that's what it. I call So that's my testimony, boys. What do y'all got? <laughs> that's what I call double portion. <laughs> Woo! 
He's more than enough. He's abundantly above and beyond what you could ask or think. Overflowing. Oh, Let's take up an offering. I'm living in overflow. Wow. Uh, was there oh, was there one was there one brother that was picked on the most growing up? No. Between we, between the between you guys. No. no. Pretty equal. Pretty. <laughs> We would have whipped some kids' tail. <laughs> you mean like from other folks? Or, or like among other children? Between you guys. Between you guys. Oh, Josh was always picking on one of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I the oldest does that. We got him back, though, the last few years. I feel That's like right. I have reaped yeah. abundantly <laughs> on whatever I never, there, I never right? picked on my <laughs> siblings. <laughs> You never That's did. A, yeah, I'm sure. Yep, sure. No, you didn't. Sure. no you never, never. Not at all. Not at all. Well, it was funny yeah. because when I was a kid, jo- I remember one night specifically, Josh was going to the skating rink, and he was oh. going with his buddies. And I go, I really want to go to the skating rink. And Mama goes, No, you can't go to the skating rink. Josh didn't want to hang out with his little brother. That's not cool. And I'm like, What? And I was like, it was news to me if this is Thanks. the reason. And I was like, it's not cool to hang with your little brother. And she's like, you'll see when you get bigger. And I looked at my mama and I'm telling you, like, it stuck with me, almost probably wounded me. I don't know. Anyways. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? I'm never going to do that to Caleb and I'm going to prove you wrong. He's going to go everywhere I go. And isn't it the funniest thing? We go everywhere each other goes. <laughs> yeah, and now you're stuck with me too. And I have, I have re- anyway, <laughs> just saying. Every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Way to do go, you, do you- <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Jacob, uh, Jacob made me, because uh, he's the oldest, and he. I remember one time uh, he, he and his friend Brandon, they were like best friends, and I wanted to hang out with them. I wanted to be like them so bad, and I, I don't know why now, but uh, back then I was like, I want to be like them so bad. And they were going somewhere. I don't remember where it was. It was like youth group or there was some event at church and they didn't want to take me. And the, they ended up making me pay him 10 bucks for me to tag along with them. So, and I paid, like I paid the price. I was That's like, here's 10 bucks. Bro. They took me with them. We did. I had to pay 10 bucks to we, go hang out with t- them. That's a new low. We, did, t- we right. did tithe off that $10 too. So there you you're go. Good. I guess you're good. <laughs> Hey, so uh, we, we like to ask you guys, uh, we like to do this with the first time guests. Uh, it's called Favorite Things. It's where we're going to ask you what your favorite thing in a certain category is. And right this on. is where it really gets divisive sometimes, right? Oh, my goodness. We'll start out with an easy one. We'll start with an easy one. What's your favorite food? Oh, gosh. I love I love Italian food. Hey, man. <laughs> All of it. I love like every kind of it. Man, mine's probably Mexican. I love Mexican, though. That's true. <laughs> I, okay. I love Mexican and Italian. <laughs> my favorite food is buffet. My, my main thing is Mexican pizza. Wouldn't you believe it? I don't know. That's not true. But. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Brady <laughs> made a Mexican lasagna one time. All right, really? John. Oh, it's, 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 see, you blame the two together. You I'm got telling you what. Genius. What you got? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing I'm a Josh steak. like I'm a goat. I'm a beef. No, I'm a beef <laughs> man. I, 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 I had to learn that the hard way. No, um, no, that was, uh, he loves he loves goat cheese, goat soup, goat. Can't do it. No. Um, yeah, you I'm, a, I'm just a I'm a straight up steak and potatoes. Yeah, guy, man, man, I feel you, brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you guys have? I mean, I, I like know. his answer too, y'all. I'm telling you, I like I like both their. We know Jordan <laughs> likes food. Let's calm down. Everybody is. We get it. 
Do you guys have a favorite movie? I love Braveheart. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, now, I have to get so back tough. to you on that. I don't even know where to I also start. love The Patriot, and it's really weird because it's, it's like the, the same, same movie. <laughs> We're the <laughs> same actor. Different era. I love Mel Gibson. Bill <laughs> Gibson. Like Gibson. Who's your favorite actor? Bill <laughs> Gibson with some blood on his face. That's what <laughs> I like. <laughs> those, yeah. that's kind of movie. those two movies combined is like 10 hours, so... <laughs> Directing Passion of the Christ, and you're gonna have about a whole week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You get a week's worth of film there. Veg out on some Mel Gibson. I don't like that term. Veg Take out. your whole weekend. There's something you know about the word veg out that just bothers me. You just sit there like a vegetable I don't like on your the couch, term. like you can't move. It's you're just enthralled with this cinema. I hate the term. I, I, I cringe when people use that term. It's like there's got to be a better way to explain what you're doing. Than, I'm vegging out. Ugh. Well, well, let's let's think of a better term. Let's think of a better term. What would be a better term? Binge watching is fine. Don't say that you're vegging out. That's gross. Binge watching. <laughs> you heard you it here first, folks, on the Christian Music Guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just vegged out. <laughs> what did you do? So what does that mean? Did you get a whole lot of celery last night? What did you do? It's what like, does binge mean? That doesn't sound like you're watching TV. It sounds like you're out there you binge honky-tonking on Saturday <laughs> and praising on Sunday. <laughs> Is your is your oh opposition to the fact that it's like vegetable or no? It's it? not because I love vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. He also likes those. You don't see it, but he does love the vegetables also. <laughs> steak with a side of asparagus never hurt nobody. Um, I was telling it's funny. I was, <laughs> I was telling my wife. My wife said, "What?" My, I was telling my wife the other day. I said, "My favorite vegetable is a fried okra," and she goes, "That doesn't <laughs> yeah. count." She's wait, like, wait, "That wait, does yeah. not count." Where y'all from? Yeah. Where y'all from? Kentucky. 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 Yeah. Oh well, that totally makes sense. I like yeah. I like yeah. Uh, yeah. onion yeah. rings. I said fried okra. My favorite vegetable: mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell, I mean, I'm a little especially extra because I've been fasting for like nine days, and I know you ain't supposed oh, to tell oh, nobody, man. but I feel like this is one of those things where it needs explaining. Oh, I'm so amped about everything y'all are saying. I like it all. I like it all. It all sounds amazing. Man, that all sounds fantastic. He sounds like Shirley. He sounds like Shirley Caesar. I like beans, greens, tomatoes. <laughs> I said it because oh. night, I was singing it. <laughs> you yeah. Do you all have a uh, what is it? Where am I at? Sorry, my I'm like laughing so hard I'm crying, so I can't see my my paper. Uh, You have a favorite show? Favorite We didn't hear. We don't care. We can move on. Favorite movie? We can move on. Anything with a goat in it, he loves. Yeah, anything with a goat, Mel Gibson. I love Denzel too, though. A good Denzel's hard to beat. Yeah. Denzel. Denzel, tough man. Yeah, like Denzel, like like nineties, early two thousands. Denzel, that was his yeah. like stride. Like he you could put out a movie tomorrow, and I'd be there with bells on, bro. What's I he mean, talking about? I love Denzel. Man. He's a great actor, yeah. and the movie he puts out, I'm normally into the movie. Man on fire. He's like, I will not do. <laughs> don't scratch my head unless it itches. <laughs> I don't dance unless I hear music. Anyway, <laughs> that's great. Uh, do you have a show? We that, speaking of binge, do you guys have a show that you binge? Absolutely, bro. The Office. You love The Office. The whole no, The Office. 
That's my jam. I loved How I Met Your Mother for a long time. But you know, my favorite show of all time I used to want to watch every night when hmm. it was out was King of Queens. I was oh, such a great a show. Big, I was so into King of Queens. I love that one too. And I still love it when I see a clip of it. This you know what I've been trying to get back into? Is friends because it just cramps me up. You man. said that so <laughs> I don't even know how to say. You feel like I feel like you want to co-sign on that. I love it. And that was, <laughs> my wife has tried to get me yeah. to watch. You said friends that like Zach Galifianakis <laughs> on the campaign. Friends, friends. friends. <laughs> I love it. Whatever. Man. We're going to Washington. <laughs> I'm bringing my broom because it is a mess. <laughs> Friends, you man. can edit all that. Sorry. Can, yeah. yeah. Caleb likes friends. I do like friends. Um, it's a good. I'm a big man, fan. About to start getting uh, me. Uh, uh, do you guys have a favorite artist of all time? Of all time. We are the type of people that need very genre specific, <laughs> like like maybe a top five in each category <laughs> of genre, hmm. because you start getting into generalizations and man. Yeah, that's it's like one. choosing which kids you love the most, which we've already covered in this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was me, by the way. Now, yeah, that, of course, <laughs> can't do it. Now that it's just as old as brothers, let's tell the truth. <laughs> uh, it was me the whole time. That's right. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't even know where to start on favorite of all time artist. If I only had to have one body of work. And I was d- deserted on. A, well, how do they do this? Desert game? Island. If you're on a desert yeah, island. We had one artist in his catalog or catalog, her catalog. Ron Canoli on an island. Ron Canoli. That's hilarious. Crazy. Truthfully, <laughs> I think I could get down with some Elton John's catalog. Yeah. yeah. Over mean, the I Eagles. Feel, oh, that's a tough one. I, oh. I would probably have to go the Eagles. See, now we're having a great conversation. Catalog that's wise, great. though, I think Elton's would stretch farther. But it's fine. Eagles is a good call, too. Eagles is you a can't... great call. I it's, mean, it's if we went song for song right now, I'm still going to pick Elton John. And that's, I know that's hard to say. No, I love Elton. I'm just saying. It's fantastic. I think I would have to go. I might have to go Bob Seger because oh. I feel like I could see. Stretch. I feel like this is like me saying Italian, then he says Mexican, then he says steak and potatoes, and it's like, like yeah, I, I want those too. <laughs> I want, I want those. <laughs> this is why we work because we have all three, and so yeah. if we were ever on a desert island stranded, chances are we'd all three be together. Yeah, for better or worse, we have the best man catalog ever. <laughs> Elton Eagles and what you and say, Bob Seger. And Bob Seger, of course. Is there someone you all would love to sing with? Chris Tomlin has always been on that list. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think that'd be cool. Oh, yeah, Chris, Lauren Daigle. Yeah, uh, Matt Powell even love Matt. Grew up listening Matt to Matt Tomlin stuff. Reason. I think that would be incredible. Um, yeah. Anybody else? It's a pretty good list. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess some of those are goats in Christian music. Uh, That's right. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Dad jokes, even, dad jokes. Yeah, I see how you brought that back, and I respect it, and I agree. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, do you guys have a favorite podcast? Christian there music. There you guys. go. Good job. You passed. Hundred <laughs> percent. We both said hundred percent. I wake up in the morning. I brush my teeth for this podcast. I just want you to know that. Love it. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> don't touch my Jesse, <laughs> little baby. How dare you, Jacob? What happened to Jesse? That's never what happened with Jesse. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys have a a favorite Bible verse? 
<laughs> He's going to bring it down now. Yeah, it was the main verse. Time. Come on, Jordan. No, that's not my favorite one, though. No. I always say that um, I think it's Philippians 3. That whole chapter just speaks so so loudly. But it's like my life verse where, where Paul was telling Philippi, he said, I'm not saying that I've got all this all together. But I'm well on my way, and I'm reaching out, reaching out for Christ, who so wondrously reached out for me. I think that whole section there, that whole chapter, for that matter, is incredible in Philippians three. But um, if I had a life first, it would it would probably be in the middle of that chapter. It's I'm that guy that it's really hard to narrow down. If you can't tell with all the other questions, it's hard to narrow it down. But man, that chapter just speaks for me. I think because of our our dad and the ministry through all the years of just spreading the gospel and the goodness of God. Mine would have to be John 10, 10 because yeah. it just, you know, speaks on God's how, character. Yeah. Who God is, how, you know, he gives life more abundantly and how, you know, I think if you look at John 10, 10, by and large, if you wonder if anything is still and killing, destroying in your life, you don't have to wonder and guess where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. Jesus says right there, it's coming from the enemy. So, uh, I love that verse, and uh, I love the ministry I've I've seen happen with that verse. Our our lives, so that's mine. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the favorite verse thing. It's so tough, hard. isn't it? It's so hard, it's man. It's like I just, especially nowadays, because I remember so many that Dad would quote constantly. You know, to us, and 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 from the pulpit on Sunday morning or wherever, you know, and uh, John 10, 10 was one of his favorites. I know. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot lately on all things work together. Yeah. For your good. Yeah. Um, you know, and he works all things together for your good. And there's a there's a seeking that plays a part in that that he used to talk about. And I don't know, that just right now in, in our lives with where we're at from the journey to to what first things first is doing in in you know in the Christian community and for others. And I just see we came out of the toughest season of our lives yeah. for sure. And to see his faithfulness in the middle of all that, it's just that verse has been what's crept up to me the most when you when you look at between the two verses that y'all just mentioned what i love Mm -hmm. about that is you know when you look at romans 8 28 you you understand that the things that the enemy brought in your life the things that the thief tried to do to destroy you that god's so big and generous and good and creative that he can turn the things that were meant to destroy you the schemes and strategies of the devil that were meant to destroy you God can turn it around and literally find a way to work it for your good like only yeah. he can. And I think um, we live by a, like a, a motto, if you will. We, we say it all over the country now for a long time, since the beginning of this band. And uh, it was something Dad always told us growing up. He said, boys, God is a good God. The devil is a bad devil. And they never swap jobs. And yeah. so it's, it's country and as a Southern and redneck or whatever that might sound. It's, it's amazing how many people need to hear that, that God's for them. He loves them. The evil in their life, they need to be able to identify where it comes from. And it's so simple that a five-year-old could get it. And, and that's what the gospel should be. Um, well, what is next for you guys? And um, how can our listeners keep up with you all? Yeah, about to hit the road soon. Um, I think you just want to 
Follow us on Bands in Town on that tracker. It'll alert you and inform you where Elon Jet Tracker. <laughs> Only we don't have a jet. <laughs> Not yet. Praise the Lord. <laughs> um, no, uh, consumedbyfire.com, man. Keep up with us there. We're on Instagram a lot. We love to engage with everybody. And it's 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 exciting times, man, what God's doing in our in our ministry. And um, yeah, we can't wait to come see everybody on the road soon. To wrap up, uh, I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has been doing in your all's life, maybe even recently, that would help build our listeners' faith. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, there's so much. Uh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, let's look at this, something that's applicable to everybody that, that God's doing. I think for us, to to your point, we're watching this season right now that we're in. Um after a season of, of disappointment and wanting to give up and uh, things that were things that had happened that we th- it probably should have it should have been the end and I think a lot of people can relate to that you're going through something right now that it feels like man how am I going to make it out of this how is God going to be able to turn this around for my good right now more so than ever in our lives we're living proof that God is able and he's willing to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or imagine. And I think keeping the faith, he has been ministering to us about keeping the faith. Um, Paul would say in Galatians 6, he said, don't grow weary in doing good for in due time you will reap a harvest if you faint not. Just keep seeking the kingdom first. Keep doing the last thing God told you to do. There is a harvest on the other side of the hard times and, and he carries you through and there's a grace that carries you through. And, and I think it's just it's waking up every morning going, God, I'm surrendered and I trust. Yeah. And, and I think that trust and that grace is what carried us to this moment. And, and it's what most people would call the most significant part of our season of our ministry thus far. And, and it was after a season that by all standards probably would have ended. Most people had it not been for the grace of God. Yeah, that's good. Um Thank you guys so much. Uh, we, we really enjoyed this conversation and uh, it, it's, it's good to laugh. It's good. It was good to, to have fun with you guys. And uh, um, ho- hopefully that you guys are not mad at each other now. and Don't mess with this chin anymore. <laughs> It'll take more than this, brother. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. And thank you consumed by fire for chatting with us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen. As Jesse said earlier, five-star review on Apple Podcasts is much appreciated. It really helps with the algorithm and getting the message out on what we are doing here. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. Be sure to check us out on our website, christianmusicguys.com, where you can check our latest blogs, but also there are some cool updates that are coming soon to the site. Be sure to check us out at christianmusicguys.com. There you can check out our latest blogs. We have some exciting stuff that is coming down the pipeline on the website. So stay tuned for updates on that. Thanks again. See you next week.